on today's episode of The Real DJ Show. I was say, dude, if energy is your one thing, Seriously. I believe you. Because that's coming <laughs> off the screen at me like you're in 3D. Johnny's. With their, you know, going around like that. <laughs> Remember like, when we said we weren't going to talk <laughs> shit? We're not. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. I feel like a coach. I'm like, no, go out there and get on the field. Oh, my God. I'm always smoked. I love it. Hi, this is. John, what's up, Big Maro? This is Chrism from Chrism B Photography. You're about to watch the real, real DJ show. How did they get us to do this? How did they get us to do? I don't know. I don't want to. Rich. God oh my damn god. It. <laughs> do whatever he wants. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Rich Cranston. Uh, another podcast sharing is caring for the DJ world. Uh, it's a real DJ show. My co-host, Encore personality, John Roach. Hey, we are on the air. On the air, man. Well, we're on, we're on the recorded air. That's okay. That's, That's okay. All right. It's still an air. Welcome, you guys, to the real <laughs> DJ show. Make some noise for producer in the box, Mickey the Mickey producer. Mickey Hamilton. <laughs> yes. You're looking... What's Mickey, up? you're looking mighty fine today, bro. That is a good shirt. Yeah. Why, thank you. It's the that, shirt. Very it? good, man. Very good. All right. Happy to have you. Since this show is about and for the private event and, mo- yeah, I'll say it, mobile DJ. I don't think that's a bad word. Nothing wrong uh, with that. We want to start every show we do. Every episode is going to start with um, highlighting a private event DJ, a mobile exactly. DJ out there feeding their family, making this thing happen. So today, say hi to Mike from Be Entertained. What's up, Mike? What's up, guys? Looking good, man. What's going on? I do like What's that background. Thank you, thank Let's get me fired yeah. up. Thanks for being here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are, a little bit about your business. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm known as Mikey Blaze, also a.k.a. Mike Richard, owner and operator of Be Entertained, DJs, and more, your go-to source for everything entertainment. Um, we consider ourselves an event production company, just as the, not just a mobile DJ company. Um, we handle everything from DJs and entertainers to photo booths, lighting, uplighting, um, and we even have a whole event rental side as well. So we do tents, tables, chairs, staging, you name it. We've done events, everything from backyard birthday parties all the way out to multi-thousand person events, uh, concerts, and festivals. So, um, and what's nice is that uh, the my being in the industry for 22 years now, um, I get to be a part of things like this. So uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, absolutely. It's nice to it's nice to also rub elbows with people in your industry too. And uh, obviously, it's a long, long list of accolades and experience, blood, sweat, and tears doing all that stuff in the event. Yeah, man. That rental that rental business that keeps you up at night, right? I would imagine that's the part that draws it's stressful. I'm, I'm we, looking we, for gray hairs. Yeah, right now. I don't I'll see any. So how, how you do? That looks good. <laughs> Twenty two years, you have a rental part of your business, and you still look pretty good. Yeah, there good for you. It's pretty funny. I was uh, I, I started as a roadie pushing records through subways in New York City. So uh, I got the stress levels uh, early on, and yeah. then just over the last twenty years, just learned how to deal with it. At this point, oh. I used to get that you know, like you know, those moments where something goes wrong and the sweat just pours down. Totally. I don't get that anymore. I just get into that like super hyper focus, like how can I fix this mode? And that's oh, I how I, you know, that's how I approach. Good it for at you. Point, so. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good mutant ability to it have. Is. It the, is no stress. Sure. You just turn up and the turn the volume up on the focus. That's yeah, not easy. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I mean, the spotlight is, is pretty much already on you. Like, literally. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And, and and really, this is your spotlight to kind of, you know, tell everyone a little bit about your business. But, you know, what we really yeah. want to know is, like, in your space, in your market, what is one thing that sets you apart from competition? What is the one thing? So it's funny that you guys ask, because I think I have one thing. But then I went back and read my reviews, like to figure out what it really was. And the number one thing is energy. Definitely the energy, fellas. And it's one thing that, you know, in my industry, in my market, there's a lot of established companies. I, I'm still considered like a newbie, like uh, I'm establishing myself in the market. We are still building our residencies at, at venues. Um, we, but at the same time, the reason I, we keep getting hired and me and my, I have a staff of uh, eight DJs that work for me. I also have a staff of two office uh, office employees that work for me. Pre-COVID, I, those numbers were a lot sure. higher. Of but, course. Yeah, uh, sure. You know, uh, it's one of those things where you roll with the punches. And I just think, I thank God that I'm, I'm lucky enough to still be doing what I'm doing. Um, and, you know, but it's just it's the energy that we bring to it. And that's not, that's my staff. That's my, my DJs. That's myself. That's the energy we bring through the planning process. I tell people all the time, we're the fun part of your wedding. So we make the planning fun, you know, like that, that's, that's the, pro that's the problem. What I find with a, a lot of other companies, they make it so ultra serious. And it's yeah. like, dude, good point. Plan a party. Like yeah. we're planning a party. Like why get so serious about it? Like, okay. Dude, holy, holy smokes! If, if, I can see the energy. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, if energy is your one thing, Seriously. I believe you because that's coming no, off and screen at me like you're in three D. He's, he's been in the biz for 22 years. If he's still that passionate after 22 years, you're doing something right. I always tell people you can't fake it, right? Like yeah. if someone's been in business that long, yeah. you know if they hate it. Yeah, you, it, it is like you know it's on their sleeve if they hate it. If yeah. they love it, like Mike. Who literally, it's like I'm wearing 3D goggles watching him on screen because yeah. he's like coming the hell out at me. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. His energy is. No, you know, he's so good. animated. He muted himself. He's so animated. <laughs> he smacked his camera. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Mikey, listen. plug something for me. What do you want to plug? Yeah. Your uh, socials, so what do you got? I just want to put it out there. Just check out. Uh, we're a full service. Uh, um, we went totally virtual as well. So we have an entire virtual platform, um, including game shows. Uh, uh, trivia, um, Jeopardy, just a plethora of different games that we can do nationwide. So uh, I know you guys got that that stretch out there that you have everybody watching. So uh, we're trying to plug that kind of stuff and anything local in the Northeast. We're based in Hartford, Connecticut, but we service everywhere in New England. Um, and if you pay me enough money, I'll travel wherever you need me to. I'm just I'm like a prostitute. I go where the money's at. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, were, were you ever a Whalers fan being from Hartford? Were you a Whalers fan? Yeah. The whale. So I'm originally from New York, and um, I moved to Connecticut and realized why it was called Connecticut. It only connects Massachusetts to New York and has nothing in between because there's uh, no hockey team right. anymore, no professional teams anymore. So, uh, but I'm lucky because I'm in that central uh, corridor between the two major cities. So we get a lot of work between Sweet. the two of them. So. Well, at the very least, if we can get some more eyes in your business yeah, man. and, you know, sharing socials and just connecting, uh, you know, that's, Dude, that's what really, really what I want to do. Or if you just need an energy refresher, I just want to call Mike just to get fired up some mornings. I'm coming into work. Like Mike, <laughs> fire me up, man. Uh, so it's Love. funny you say that because I have DJs who will call me nervous about an event and they'll just like, after we're done talking, I'm like, I feel like a coach. I'm like, no, go out there and get on the field. Oh, my God. Holy smokes. I love it. I love it. <laughs>
All right, bro. Hey, we appreciate you being Be on safe. one of our first episodes. Have a great uh, season, man. Have a great season, man. Like, wow. That dude had some energy. Uh, that was a really cool story, and I, I'm all jazzed up now. Right now, he's got. Dude, I need to energy. call that guy really on good. a Monday morning. He had fired up. 22 years, man, in the game, and and that is some really enthusiastic leadership right there. I like Mike that. at Be Entertained. Nice job, Mikey. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna get to our core topic today. Our core topic today is called "What They're Not Telling You." Oh, do tell. Yeah, do tell. We have a guest here for that. Uh, I guest? was supposed to say that. I'm actually. throwing it to you. That's okay. You got to toss me the football. We do Whoop. have a guest. Uh, it's always nice to kind of see, you know, what people are thinking uh, on the outside of the window looking in. Because us as DJs, you know, we we talk to each other, we do our own thing, but we rarely take into consideration what other people are. Yeah, considering, I, I, I think the prime con- one of the prime considerations of the of the show when we thought about it was. We didn't want it to be an echo chamber right. of DJ ideas. Like yeah. we think something's cool, another DJ then say, right. "Yeah, I think that's cool too." Because you just go too. along and it's tunnel vision of you know right. everything else, and there's no consideration to the outside world. So we really wanted to bring in some other event professionals to like break that down and say, "No, what you think is cool isn't actually not cool." Maybe exactly. Change our uh, preconceived conceptions and things we thought is cool all along that may not be. So today yeah. we have with us Chrism. From Chris and B Photography, and she is a, not only a fantastic photographer, but you are so freaking fun to work with. Your personality is infectious, and might I say, you have the best selfie awareness. Queen of selfies. She's the queen of selfies. Can you say Mannerisms. hi? What's up, Chrism? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, guys. How hi. are you? I'm just a little nervous. She's the queen, she's the queen of selfies. She's, yeah. If you follow her on Instagram, we'll, we're going to let her plug her Insta later, but she is the queen of selfies. Yeah. Awesome. It's, it's true thank you for being here and taking time out of your schedule. Absolutely. Thanks for we having me. Yeah, of course. And, and thank you for recording what might be the best show intro ever. I mean, it might be tough to beat that, that, was awesome. that show intro. <laughs> and your friend All, All right. right. Let's kick things off. Let me uh, roll my already pre-rolled sleeves up and let's do this. Yeah. So yeah. again, the topic today is going to be what they're not telling you. So we're stoked to have uh, a photographer with us that we do a lot of work with because we want to know, we want to tell the DJs, hey, look, you may be doing stuff that is pissing people off. And you're not maybe if you're not getting the referrals that you think you should be from other vendors, there might be stuff that you're doing uh, that's pissing off. So, For sure. So Chrism, we want to know. Tell me stories about things that DJs have done that drive you nuts. I mean, we love DJs, but of course there's stuff that people do that drive you nuts or doesn't go with the flow or I think if a DJ is not organized, it really kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Going in and them coming to me and asking me, okay, so what time are you thinking for this and this and this? I feel like we should collaborate and put our schedules together and kind of work away that way. I've had a DJ not announce speeches and just do them offhand, and I'm like in the back doing something else, and I'm like, whoa, like, what are you doing? So would it be a fair statement that uh, you need to spend your time being creative? Yeah. And not you know, having to be organized. And one thing that I've noticed is that, you know, photographers, they'll come to entertainers for, all right, what's next? Or when are you going to do this? Because it really allows you to be creative, right? It, it does. Absolutely. And of course I have my timeline and my timeline isn't just like your timeline. You have intros and stuff like that. I have, okay, when's the best photo time? When's the best photo op? Got and it. like, if I'm going to do sunset photos, I come to you guys and be like, Hey, can we have a gap in between where we can do sunset photos okay. and stuff like that? So that's good. What would you say is the percentage when you go to a wedding? Uh, <clears throat> what would you say the percentage is half a third of DJs that seek you out and say, Hey, can we put our heads together on timeline or let's, let's figure that out together. There's a lot of collaboration there. 
Um, there is. So there's definitely a set of DJs, and those are the ones you recommend, the ones that can work with you well and know a timeline and stuff like that. And some DJs just don't do anything, and it, it shows. I think it shows in the flow of things. I think a DJ is super important to weddings, so they have to know what they're doing. So what you're saying to us is <laughs> you refer DJs who make your job easier. Absolutely. And by making your job easier, being organized, and just allowing you to do your job without having the babysit. Absolutely. It's a, it's a good takeaway, man. 100%. Yeah. So, okay, I always want to know, we, we try new things all the time, right? DJs, we go to conventions or talk to each other and we think something is cool but like sometimes it's hard to know yeah <laughs> like does anyone else but us think that's cool is there something you've seen a dj do it doesn't have to be us if it is that's freaking great but <laughs> is there something you've seen a dj do that like you know what i thought that was super cool the way they did that or i thought that this piece of gear was cool or just the way they did they did it could something. be anything yeah From well, something you thought was cool to gear to yeah, I mean, I love I love gear. I love the ambiance of it. I think people and DJs that come in with something that just looks amazing, clean, um, not too distractive. You know, some DJs come in, they put their banner in front of their booth still do oh, still really? do it. Really? So don't do that. God, no banners. I'm looking at the Throw camera. Throw the banners do away. It's pretty bad. No <laughs> so and like. I don't know. I, I feel like ambiance is huge. Like, be professional and come dressed to impress because it's a wedding. Don't come in your your gym shorts and a t shirt. And you know, that's you see that too. Even, are, are dudes setting up Absolutely. Absolutely. Like even even the polo with your logo and stuff like that. There's a time and place for that. I think. Yep. I mean, that should be during setup and teardown. Uh, should definitely not be for events. Rich, no. I I cannot wait. To get her to the gear it's a great wars. segue because we have we'd like you to look at some pictures <laughs> setup oh. wars and so we're gonna get there yeah i can't yeah. wait for we'll that wait. segment because she's, oh she's gonna tear she's gonna tear some cool up <laughs> great segue okay all right because if you could look into that camera okay with your, the selfie look the selfie that look. you're famous for <laughs> in, in our <laughs> area. all right talk to these Jeez. djs right so look we we appreciate your referrals sometimes i feel like i see chris more than my own wife from may to october which is pretty we appreciate the referrals um and, and you're a well-renowned in our area, a well-renowned photographer, and who everyone would love to have your referral. If they if they worked here, they'd want your referral because you have great clients, and we would want to work with you. Look at that camera and tell these DJs that we're talking to what it is they need to do, like three things right now today that they would need to do to earn your referral. Um, I definitely think appearance is huge with any vendor. Um, I think ambiance is huge. I think speaking well with the clients. Um, being very organized, knowing your timeline, and I don't know. Those are good. Really good. Those are good. DJ. When you say appearance, can you break that down just a little bit further? I mean, uh, are we talking tuxedo suits? You I'm know, not talking khakis? tuxedo. Absolutely not. You know what I mean? Because there's some weddings that are a little more laid back. But I mean, if you're coming in in a floral, like Hawaiian shirt or just a blue button down with no tie and some old khakis. That just Johnny, I think she saw that actually at a wedding. <laughs> She's drawing from experience. <laughs> it just I would looks, be surprised. It or, I guess, or talk to your clients. What would you prefer me to wear? You know what I mean? Sure. Because clients have a say in that too, you yeah. know, and, and I don't know. The, the ambiance factor, as I think you touched on ambiance, we're talking about gear. Yeah. What, what Can you give me an example of that? Clean lines, um, not just on a table. I've seen them where they're just on the table. Their wires are everywhere. Oh. They don't even cover it up. I mean, it just looks like a mess. The cable's and, going right from the speaker. It's scary because and... what if somebody trips on that? Chrism, thank you for that. Yeah, that, that, was is, good. Uh, that's that was good. good. That's good insight. Mm -hmm. So, all right. 
Next segment of our show. I'm is, ready, John. Are you I, ready? I hope you slept well and you had your Wheaties this morning because <laughs> you're about to get schooled. Friend. Our next segment is called Beats Per Minute. It's competitive debate. Mickey, give me some BPM. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. I'm in my car in a giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the box. Welcome to Beats Per Minute, everyone's favorite DJ game show of competitive debates here's gonna, the rules you're gonna get schooled like in gym class <laughs> you got notes you're cheating i'm not <laughs> mickey mickey's gonna spin the golden wheel of death he's gonna pull out a topic for us to debate that john there wrote by the way rich and i booked it one minute hence <laughs> the name should be beats BBMs. per minute it should be john's questions john's questions yeah there we go sorry we each yeah. get one minute to debate the topic and then uh, as we say things that our panel chrism and mickey think is smart they're going to give us points for that uh, at the end of this, Mickey will post-production, <laughs> figure out how many points we had, and next week we'll figure out where we're at with the standings. At John's questions. On the questions that I wrote. All right. Here we go. Here so we go. here we go. Rich is going to be first, uh, since he's got to get his question written down. Uh, Mickey, spin the wheel and give me a question. You got one minute on the clock. All right, all right. Here we go. More important skill for a special event DJ to improve. MC talent or advanced mixing techniques. So a more important skill for a DJ to focus on, MC skill on. or beat mixing techniques. Go. All right. Yes. Uh, I'm going to throw my vote in the hat for MC skill, and here's why. Uh, you are all about playing a soundtrack for someone's event. And whether you're fading up and down, you should be able to mix and you know blend songs. But I don't think that beat matching is very imperative to holding a successful event. If you are a poor public speaker, in my opinion, you're going to lose people's interest right off the bat. You're mumbling. You're stumbling your words. Uh, Chris and talked about organization. You're very disorganized. So if you command the microphone in a way that's gives you some substance and a, a little preview about what the event is going to be like, that is more important than being able to beat match. All right. So, of course, you're right. For a starting DJ, it's more important to, to practice mic skills. It's what people are going to notice. It's what's going to make sh um, the event go smoothly. It's more noticeable. And frankly, most of the advanced mixing techniques that we do are probably only most noticeable by a DJ anyway. I get it. Right. But some food for thought. If you want to be an elite DJ, if you want to separate yourself from the gaggle of all the other DJs, that's when practicing advanced mixing techniques is going to be the most important. Because I would say there's much, a much uh, smaller pool of DJs in any given market who are really artists when it comes to mixing music. And you will stand out. I mean, people will talk about that. So while I think on average, yes, a starting DJ... The more noticeable thing to most clients and to people you're trying to impress is your mic skills. If you want to stand out from the rest of that, because a lot of people are going to learn that skill first, if you want to stand out, that's when the advanced mixing techniques are going to matter. Definitely. And really, public speaking starts at the initial presentation, too. I mean, you haven't even played a beat of music. If your public speaking sucks, I mean, that might be giving you away some sales, right? I mean, and then when you get to the event, you're, gosh, you've seen some recordings where people are just bouncing off guardrails when they're when they're yeah, when they're sure. beat matching. I mean, that's just something you do really it's, need it's to It's how pay you're going to separate. It, it sure. may not be the first thing, but it's how you're going to separate. Yeah. What do you think, panel? I agree. I agree with both of you guys. I think, you know, public speaking is huge and you need to know how, what you're doing. And you've seen both. Yeah. Can you like the, the mousy, mousy, hey, everybody, welcome to Chrism and Dan's wedding. Can you do or the wiki wiki you're about to do? Wiki wiki wiki. 
Okay. Can you tell? All right. Before we move on, and we'll get to another question here quick. But can you tell the difference when you're working with EJ, someone who is an artist at mm-hmm. mixing music versus someone who is not? Is that noticeable? Like the guy who fades in and fades out versus someone who is or really yeah. I'm sorry. So sorry. someone who is uh, really you know blending music well. Absolutely. Only because we do 40 to 60 events a year. So mm-hmm. I hear it all the time. So I agree with both of you guys. Like, yes, that's very important because it really sounds amazing when you know what you're doing. What's your observation of the guests? Because a lot of times the DJ will not be able to see every single reaction. Yep. Can you give us a little insight of your observation of the guests when they hear both a beat-matched performance versus a guard? You know what I mean by guardrail, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so guests, they don't notice. Like, it's good if, if it's too much remix. Like yeah. if September is just with a lot of, you know, weirdness. Yeah. Okay. If their favorite song sounds like an EDM track. Of course. They're I get just it. like, wait, I yeah. thought I knew the song. What happened? Right, right. No way. It's a good cool. submission. Yeah. Don't do too much. Love All it. right. Good topic. Good question. I think uh, it was fairly even on that one. I didn't write anything down. All right, Mickey, spin the golden <laughs> wheel. Johnny, you're going first. I'm now, ready. Man. Here we go. Most important person to befriend for the success of your wedding event bride's parents maid of honor or best man wow it's a great question that's a good one all right so they're all important and so there's a lot of questions like this we're going to handle in bpm segments where it's like pick the most important thing and all three are important so it's just levels i'm going to tell you that the answer here for me is maid of honor generally speaking they are the wedding planning assistant for the bride right so if i need something and generally i've seen until it gets late they're probably the ones that are holding the keys to this, right? If I need the bride somewhere or I need to get the, the bridal party somewhere, they're de facto in charge. They were in charge of the bachelorette party. They're now in charge of the beginning part of the wedding. So to me, I immediately want to figure out who that is and become friends with them because the first part of my job, the organization, getting them together for a huddle before introductions or figuring out how to, the best way to get a bride where I needed to be when I needed to be somewhere, it's going to come from the maid of honor. Go ahead and be wrong now. You know what? Great points about the maid of honor. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna default and go with the parents, and and here's a couple of reasons. So if you're talking about organization, right, you've got to make sure that you're befriending the organ, the the maid of honor, not the best man. Why? He's Sorry. a mess. Sorry, guys. Ladies are more organized. Doesn't matter. They're more reputable. But. The parents, this may be their last or only son or daughter getting married, and you've got this is this is their night too. So you've got to make sure that they're 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 just part of it. I mean, you know, they're we're talking about tips, we're talking about an overall enjoyment, we're talking about after the fact. If you've got happy parents, your life is gonna be a lot easier when it comes to success of uh, of the event. So now, if the question had read, just to add that, on that, if the question had read I have notes to write down, but you're, oh, Jesus. you're throwing your underwear out. If uh, <laughs> if the question had read who's the most important person in your life? If you're planning on getting gratuity, it's the parents of the bride, right? Uh, that's not the question, right? Funny, John disagrees when I take when I want to take notes. Uh, so when I don't take notes, he he bashes that's me true. for not taking notes. Chris, what do you think? Who's yeah. the most important person out of those three to you? As a photographer, who'd be the most important to you out of those three? Yeah, so definitely the maid of honor. I mean, the guys they don't know anything. They don't even know what time they're supposed to be getting dressed. Agreed. So, Maid of honor, it is all the way, hands down. So the parents, I agree, you want to, you know, pamper them and get to know them and be near them. As a photographer, for sure, I'm constantly getting pictures of them and stuff like that, but I don't take direction from them because a lot of times the, the, the like, um, soon-to-be mother, um, 
mother of the bride or whatever that is, like um, step, what is that called? The in-law? Yeah, the in-law. Yeah. They want something that the bride doesn't want, and the bride's like, do not talk to her. Do not get information <laughs> from her. I mean, it Seen happens yeah. all the time. So there's like bridezillas. There's like mother of the bridezillas. Of course. Too, like yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't take any direction from that. So what I'm gathering, if I can s- summarize, <laughs> is that I was right. Well, you're right because you got to answer <laughs> the question <laughs> first. I know. <laughs> yeah, so that and works. That's why. And sure. I wrote the question. Yeah, and you wrote the question. So and sure. I, usually that helps. Yeah. All right, round three. <laughs> Fight. Mickey, finish him. Spin that wheel, bro. Get over here. Look at Mickey. Look at Mickey spinning. <laughs> it's the best part of my freaking day. Oh my. They spinning. They spinning. They spinning. Oh. Here we go. Here we go. Mickey's Here's happy. All right. The personal downfall of a music artist, i.e., Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, etc., should impact the use of their music at events. Do you agree oh. or disagree? Ooh. That is a good one. That's a good nice one. job. So the personal downfall of the artist should impact whether or not you play their shit. Uh yeah. There we go. Absolutely. I mean, Michael J- Michael Jackson. I love Michael Jackson. Uh, but when all that shit went down with the kids and stuff like that, allegedly or not, uh, we can't play Michael Jackson at school events. I don't do school events anymore, but uh, there was a fundraiser sure. uh, for this this local nonprofit organization that advocates for kids. And we can't play MJ at that event. I mean, yeah, be a, I put that out a, the hard way, oh, by the way. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I mean, it goes on. Chris Brown, you know, R. Kelly, you know, whatever, man. You, you can't, you've got to follow the popular trend as far as that's concerned. That is disaster written all over it. I'm, I'm going sorry. to yeah. agree to a degree, right? So, of course, those things are true. I think it's a matter of timeliness, right? You have to avoid those things when they're fresh. Now, look, I think we get to a certain point when the Michael thing was a big deal in the news. Yeah, you can't break that out right then. It's fresh in people's minds. But now, I think we're at the point where I can play Don't Stop Till You Get Enough and no one's going to come up to me and call me an advocate for child abuse. Right? I think we're there now. I think at some point in the not-too-distant future, I'll be able to play Ignition the Remix and not have somebody come up to me and say, bro, what are you doing? Are you crazy? I think it's a matter of when it happens, the timeliness, and being respectful of giving that little space but eventually, the classics from those artists will be separate. The, the the piece of music itself will separate itself from the controversy with enough time. But J- Michael Jackson died June of 2009. 20, uh, sure. Right? 2009. And yeah. that event that you're talking about happened a couple, about less than a year ago. It, it is. But I guess when I say it's, I agree to a degree, it's the timeliness. So also, not just the timeliness of how far away since sure. that's been a fresh story, but also know where you're at. Yeah. Like, I'll cop to that. This was a fundraiser for an event who advocates uh, for an organization who advocates for, for children. Yeah, of and in the kind of cocktail mix set I played was "The Way You Make Me Feel" by Michael Jackson, which is a classic cocktail hour song. Everybody loves that. I didn't even think about it. I, I my mind wasn't that. And I had one a member of the organization say, "Hey, yeah, maybe no more Michael Jackson." And I took me two beats, and I'm like, oh, "No, okay, right." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and they, they weren't upset. They were just like, you know. We think we love this song, but it may not be right. it. But yeah. so again, timeliness. Good the point. right place, right time. But I think now we can play Of course. You know, I want you back by the Jackson Five. Right. And no one's and no one's, no one's gonna be pissed off right. at uh you know, at, at the wedding. Grism, you have any, any thoughts about controversial artists and their music? 
no, I think you guys nailed it pretty good. I mean, I think over time you can play them again, but in the beginning of it, absolutely not. You can't play this song. Dude, when Art Kelly's oh, uh, documentary was fresh yes, last year, absolutely. if you played Ignition, yeah. that'd be problems. Yeah. <laughs> that was everywhere. Yeah. There's one thing you don't want to lose on the dance floor are the females filling it. <laughs> All right. So Jeez, right? as we're filming this episode, yeah. I do not have updated tallies of our score of beats per minute, but I'm sure right about now, ding, Mickey in post-production will be posting our overall score for the month Stay of tuned BPM. Next Stay week. tuned for that. Next and week. By uh, next week, and we should have some updated scores. That John wants to inject into Well, our... feel free to write some. Yeah, that can help out. <laughs> All right. That was another segment of your favorite DJ love competitive it. Love it, love it. banter game show, Beats Prism. Per Minute. All right, very cool. So this is a really, really super fun part of this segment called Setup Wars, as you saw. Uh, Chris, thank you for being an awesome panelist uh, for that. I appreciate it. It was, it was some really good insight as far as, you know, what they're not telling you. So, what they're not telling yeah. you. Very good. All right, so Setup Wars. Listen, DJs, you know, we're not trying to roast you. This is all just about being transparent from our opinion. So if you like something, great. If you don't like it, Give us a subscribe and like anyways. It helps our algorithms. We appreciate that. <laughs> so, We're especially excited to have yeah. a photographer here in the building who's going to give her honest insight about uh, these setups. Now, yeah. we've pulled these. Uh, we appreciate the DJs who have sent some of these in. We've also pulled some of these just from the internet. Uh, and the rules are the three of us, the panel and the two of us, are going to give us a 0 to 10 rating on each one. We're going to keep some cumulative scores going. Again, the post-production producer, Mickey, is going to put some scores up here on the screen. But uh, yeah. we're going to chat and, and it, give it a score. Again, it would be against the cloth of our program if we were to invite you say, hey, everybody, sharing's caring. This is all about DJ knowledge, and we're going to kick your ass on setup. This is about uh, constructive criticism. Yes, right? Moss Insight. Yeah. So, Mickey, let's start some setup wars. All right, so Chrism, zero to ten. Decimal points are okay. Okay. So here's our very first one. You guys can see it on your screen at home. Chrism, what do you think about this? If you saw this at an event you showed up at? I mean, it's not awful by any means. Um, it's outside, so that's different. You know what I sure. mean? So you can't see any of their lights or anything like that yet. It's you don't hate it, see. though. That's good. I don't hate it. No, I don't hate it. I don't hate think it. There's a visceral reaction. Right. I, I would especially you who is an artist. Yeah. If you saw something that was like, holy shit, that's terrible, there'd be a very visceral. Absolutely. So yeah. not having that is probably good. What, what does your eye first catch? What do you first see? Um, it, It's clean. It's 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 all like, I don't know. It's clean. It's set clean. up nice. There's nothing. There's no wire sticking out. There's, yeah, it's totally. all. It's all matching. It's all Obviously black. Obviously, some attention to detail with yeah. the scrims. And, yeah, absolutely. Right? So, uh, Versus I mean, the, the karaoke bar speaker wire coming yeah. out of the... That yeah, still no wires. That's a huge thing. So I think it looks good. I think it, it, it'll probably fit their ambiance that they yeah. wanted to go for. Rich, what do you think? Um, there's obviously a lot of care that was uh, taken into us. I'm assuming yeah. that this event's going to happen outdoors. That's why you have some moving heads there. So that's look pretty sick against that uh, brick backdrop wall. Good idea on the uplighting in the back. That's going to look hot. Um, you know, just there's some care. Personally, I'm not a fan of those scrims. Not that it's bad. Rich Cranston just doesn't like it. I know I can use it in mine. But the idea behind that was no shitty wire is coming out, whether you're wrapping or just letting it hang. Listen, if, if in my opinion, if you're letting the, the wires just hang out of your speaker right now, don't do that. Just fix it. And there was some care into that. I, I do like that. I, I think there's some contrast with the, with the, everything looks all like and and sleek with the black and the scrims, and then you get 
uh, the DJ case, and that's just just set up like that. Maybe have something like a a, a cloth or some sort of um, a covering or facade or something like yeah. that. I think might do well. But this is nice and clean. Yeah, a facade would good job. Would definitely finish it, it off. Yeah, I dig this. Here for me, here's a DJ who's aware about where he's going to be. Right. So they went with a minimalist approach in front of what is obviously the selling point of this venue, this outdoor venue, is that crazy brick wall. I mean, it's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. You want that as like this iconic backdrop to your event. And I'm sure it's one of the reasons why the client picked this venue is that is an, an amazing backdrop. So this DJ was smart enough. I mean, I don't know if this is their only setup or not, or if they scaled it to the event, but smart enough to have a very minimalist setup in front of what is obviously the killer selling of, of this venue is that yeah. brick wall. Yeah. Now, look, I love the black. I also am not a, a fan of the scrims look like, you know, uh, teepees. I, just, I, I'm not a, a huge fan of the look, but I'll tell you, I, I appreciate that they're black. Yes. For me, I hate... Versus like white. I hate the white ones. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's some very credible heavy hitter DJs that love the all white look. For me, it's, it, it's a little a bit of, hey, look at me, I'm the DJ, which I'm not about that. I like to disappear, frankly. When I'm doing my setups, I want to disappear. So I appreciate their black. Of course, um, you know it's neat. It's uh, it's wire managed. It's it's incredibly clean. Um, the road case look. I'm not a huge fan of a road case look, but I love a pedestal setup. Yeah. I think again, the minimalistic look. It's hey, don't look at me on the DJ. This right, insane right. setup and, is great. And not for nothing. Cheers to them for putting the moving heads on a pedestal versus a, uh, a a T bar or some type you know type of bullshit that we see a lot some behind the DJ. Fake trust. Right? Or something. Yeah, I, I dig now, it. Now I don't know if this is the foreground uh, or what, but you know it seems that the uh, the DJ's left speaker, our right, um, you know, from the moving head, moving head to the other speaker goes down. Damn, you're so picky. I'm not sure if it's. That's I'm picky. not sure if it's why. Well, it could be the I, angle. I feel like angle. it's the way the picture's taken because yeah, you can see right. the top of the... Can we consult the... our in-house <laughs> professional <laughs> photographer, please? Chrism, bring out the slide rule. All right, yeah, so yeah. we need a score. Chrism, yeah. give this thing a score from 0 to 10. Decimal points, okay. Oh, that's like hard. I don't know. We'll say 5. 5. Cool. Johnny, what do you I like this way more than I think Chrism and you do. For me, this is a 7.5. Yeah. It's, it's really no, well it's thought out. 7.5. Good. Five. Yeah. good. Uh, 6.5 for me. All right. That's good. Very good. Mickey, continue the setup wars. Nice job. Holy God. Okay. <laughs> Did you get my Wait. holy God in there? God, bring it back the juniors, man. Uh, Remember yeah. the juniors on the floor? Yeah. Love All right, those. Kristen, I love those you lights. get first crack. At what's going there's, on here? There's a lot going on there. Holy Hold on. crap, there sure is. Um, so there's just a lot going on there. It looks like it's all pushed into like one tiny, I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. It looks, no, it's okay. It looks, it looks cluttered. It looks yeah, very I, I, cluttered. I think that and it has like all like the black in it. I mean, it, it looks like they put effort into hiding the cords and stuff like that. But I feel like maybe those speakers could have been out a little bit just to give it a little. You can't see anything. It just looks like a blob. Can I tell you what I think? Whether you realize or not, what you're, you're feeling this is cluttered is. I have never seen so many gosh darn lights attached yeah. to one like raised picture. And is that picture. behind them? Yeah, and I, I can't see anything else because all I see is, I mean, I don't even want to count. It's in the teens of how many fixtures are attached to that one. Is that a T-bar? Yeah, whatever the hell much. that is. Looks like you got some LEDs. Holy God, it's maybe a lot some, of stuff. Maybe some PARs and some juniors. And what are those things in front that are sitting in front of it? Those are more light fixtures yeah. sitting on the floor. Yeah, like LED, like living heads. They move around. Yeah. In front of it, though, I mean, they're going to get kicked. 
Probably. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't like it. Now, look, to me, if you took this and you stripped away the little fixtures on the floor and you trimmed down the fixtures on that T-bar or whatever it is that's holding those lights in the air down to like two or three fixtures, yeah. I'd be kind of all about it. It's yeah. clean. It's, it's covered. It's well wire managed. It's not about like, look at me on the DJ. I mean, except for the light. I mean, obviously, this is the epitome of look at me on the DJ because there's 4,000 lights on that T-bar. But I would say if you strip that down to just what you needed, I mean, this room looks like an auditorium or a cafeteria or something I'm at a thinking, school maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking like a church or, or yeah, something some like that. Of, yeah. But you don't, I mean, that is an insane amount of lights. So I think, all right, so first off, just DJs, be aware of what's behind you, yes. right? So that, that plant, obviously, maybe it was like a piano or something. I don't know. Maybe take one of your black cloths and just throw it over there just so that just disappears. You spend so much effort into making this stuff look good. Uh, then you get this, this stuff behind you. Another thing, too, put the sneaks and the clothes and your cases out of sight, out of mind. So you're never going to see Goofy on a lunch break at Disneyland. Uh, take this away from uh, uh, out of your field of view. So get that out of there. I like the stream down look. Black, um, I'm not into the whole TP things. I already mentioned that. But uh, speakers, everything looks good. Uh, I, I would take away the juniors in the front. They're obviously going to get kicked and damaged, yeah. right? Uh, I know I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get more effect. Uh, been there for that. I, I don't think it's the right solution for this. The stuff that's ahead of you, um, I appreciate a good light show. This reminds me of those toll booth scanners on the throughway, that 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 array of scanners yeah. that they're going to scan your license plate, all that stuff. If so, that was attached then to a Radio Shack. And, <laughs> and honestly, that, that could look good if it was on a bigger scale and outside of yours, if you had like some cages coming around you. Yeah. It could actually look I, okay. It just, maybe. It's just communicate, communicate the entertainment through music and add some light. Yeah. Add some light. I don't think you have a couple of different things going on. You have moving heads. There's I call the spin and pukes that thing uh, to the left of where they're you know going around like that. <laughs> Remember like, when we said we weren't going to talk? <laughs> sh- we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So, so like, I know a lot of photographers will put their gear with the DJs. I try to actually find a table and put it underneath there because I don't think it's fair to have cluttered back there with them. And if that's not your equipment... It looks like there's a room there, too, they can can utilize. Yeah, and if that's not your equipment and that's somebody else's, then have them move it. Don't let them put it there. I'm sorry. I just think it looks bad. But hey, kudos. uh, You have a facade there. You're trying to hide some cables. Everything looks good. But you know what? Everybody, if anything, my existence on this show, please get away from that lighting tree of bullshit. Yeah. Please get away from the lighting tree of bullshit. All right, Chris, I'm time to score this thing. You get the last one a five. Zero, okay, three. Okay. Yeah, for me, this could have been a big swing. If you had two high-quality light fixtures that you put mounted like from the mount points on your speakers or two, you know, a totem or just even, even if you had a T-bar, two quality light fixtures, that's all you need. If you had that, if you stripped away the juniors in front or whatever those are called now, um, if you took that T-bar of death and... Got that down to two really high-quality light fixtures. I would have been all over this. I would have given this mm-hmm. as high a score as the last one because I think the facade looks great. It's black. It's going to disappear. Agreed. Yeah, you know, it's clean. I would have given it. I would have given that a seven, seven and a half. Agreed. As is with this insanity. Yeah, it's a four for me. Yeah. 
Three and a half on my end of the fence. Um, and here's the thing. You know, we all, hopefully, uh, you're watching this because you want to better yourselves uh, as well as being entertained. But you want to better yourselves. I don't know higher-priced entertainers that are charging r- really good rates for, to command them for your services that have light like stuff like that. So if you want to di- really differentiate, you just... You you want to get away from the, the those lighting trees and just just be simple and clean and crisp. It communicates volumes. You don't even yep. have to press play yet. I mean, here we are drawing conclusions on someone just based on a picture. I have no idea who this comes from. It pains me to talk about this to another DJ, but if you want to better yourself and charge more, and it, it just it's got to be crisp and clean. I score that Attention sucker. To detail. Three and a half already. You yeah, give it three and a half. Yep. Yeah, I did. Ding ding ding. Yeah. All right, last one. One more. This venue looks full of energy. Full of energy. Why, why do venues do such a great job and they put down shitty carpet? <laughs> it's got, this might be a casino. All right, Chrism, what do you think about number three here? I mean, it's far it's like far away from me, so it's hard to kind of see it all. But, I mean, it's cool. It, it's, it's bright. Attention to detail for sure. I know you guys don't like the white, but I don't think it's awful by any means. I mean, it's it's tough to see the forest through the trees here a little bit because, man, this venue's got a lot going on. Yeah, it does. It's, I'm kind of distracted it, by... It, it reminds me of an aquarium. Or, yeah, yeah right? the light, the like colors. Casino, casino carpet and that marble floor. I mean, it's a lot yeah. going on. Uh, it looks fun. I mean, this looks like a, it's a fun party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, this is, uh, a, again, a DJ who I would say knows what they're doing. I mean, they've, they've made it very clean, right? Yep. They have a facade up. Uh, to cover the table, they've they've got uh, scrims on the on the tripod. There are speakers. I mean, it's someone who's like knows that hey, you know, those things are important. Um, pretty minimal on, on the lighting. Actually, I don't I don't see a lighting rig. Um, so if they have some dance floor lighting, it's pretty discreet. It's tough to tell from the picture. It's small. Well, they, they might got, be on the tripods, though, yeah, right? Well, it's on the speaker stands itself. Yeah, so on the you tripods. Got a, you got a, a circular oh, down you have there. A circle oh, one. Okay, that's yeah, I, I actually kind of like that. I lose, I lose the one off the floor. But what I like about it is that the setup is very clean. And I'm, like we talked about mixing earlier, like, does anyone care about the DJ? I mean, no, I don't, I don't think, you know, except for the people maybe right in front, they're going to get blasted in the eyes by where those, those lights are. Personally, I think that was, you know, some ingenuity here. I'm like, okay, I got low ceilings. Where am I going to put lighting? We're going to put it on the tripod. It's a very clean look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I dig this one, actually. Rich, yeah. what do you think? Well, I, I, it's, I don't know if those uplights in the back, the pastels are killing me. So you have some uplights underneath the speaker stands. I get that. But I don't know where the pastels are coming from. So knowing the venue, first off, there was some great thought behind, God damn, my, my ceiling's low. I got to do something with the lights. Kudos to you for, for Yeah, for thought. sure. There's not much you can do here with, with the fixtures that you have. I would lose the, um, the, uh, the, the, the spindle in, in front there, the, the mm-hmm. circle. I don't know whether that's white or multicolored, but you, you did a great job with your facade. Uh, it looks pretty cool glowed up like that, but uh, once you turn that fixture on in the front, I think it's going to look like a bowling alley. So the multicolors spinning around, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. taken away from the good uh, feel you have from your facade. I feel um, like I should put roller skates hey, on. Hey, you know what? People are cleaning their Could stuff you? up, right? So, What's that? So I feel like I should put roller skates on. Come join us next and week as Chris the, the, the DJ or if it's actually the venue. But I, if I it's, think the, it's venue, the venue, then you really have to think, rethink your lighting plan. You may not, you know, have to play every th- or uh, show everything you have in your arsenal. Maybe this is a, a roller skating rink. I don't Maybe, know, but whoever that designer was with the venue, with that carpet and the dance floor, um, a lot going on. Yeah. All right, Chris, give this thing a score. I mean, it looks cool. It looks it 
for a wedding, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's very much. But, sure. I mean, it, it's a good setup. So we'll say a seven. Wow, you like this one the best. Interesting. Yeah. Um, hey, look, I take away the fact that I hate white stretch fabric with an uplight underneath it. I, I, I hate that look. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, a lot of credible DJs use that. Uh, some clients may love it. For me, if that was all black, black facade, black scrims on those tripods, I would have been really high on this one because I think it's simple and it looks good. Um, I think I'm probably a five and a half on it oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. because of those things. You know, the, the, the light in front on the facade. I mean, I think it's just a little... I don't know. Like you said, a little roller skating rink for me, but uh, it's good. I mean, it's clean. They know what they're doing. Five sure. and a half. Yeah. Uh, I'm also giving it a five and a half. I think, again, I don't know the information about where all these extra pastel colors are coming from. If it's coming from the venue, I probably would have gone white or no light at all in the Agreed. speaker stands and the facade. There's already so much going on. There's already so much going on. And I we don't know what event this is for. Um, obviously, that, that plays a yeah, role in it. could be a mitzvah it. or something. I do have a question, though. There's a flash right next to our speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, that, what is that designed to do? Is there is that the only place that that flash can go? We try to put it next to, like, if we are going to put it next to things, because you don't want people bumping into it and knocking it That's over smart. on the dance floor. Sure. So if there's no pillars, so I look for pillars first off. Um, but if there's nothing around and it's all open space, you wouldn't want to just put a flash in the middle of the dance floor because, of course, it's going to get knocked over. Someone's going to get hurt. Man, I got so many questions enough. out of that, too. But I don't know if that's the, the, the focus. Uh, of hold this. on. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we're going to have her back. Okay. okay. I, yeah. I, assuming that we're still friends after this. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go drink yeah. whiskey with her at some point. Yeah. yeah. Month, so. I just think it's, it's tough. You don't want somebody knocking it over. And they can see your, obviously, they can see the DJ equipment, stuff like that. Sure. Again, I'm not for putting equipment near you guys because I want your guys' facade to be your facade. I try to hide all my stuff. Right. But with flashes, that you really, you can't put it in the middle of the dance floor unless and, you're standing and next And the to thing, it. you know, coming from photographer, I don't like touching other people's equipment. Yeah. But, like, I've, I've had a videographer and they'll plug in their monitor out of my out or whatever. Yep. Um, and, and they'll sometimes they'll just dangle it. I'll go ahead and ask them, listen, I need to tape this just so it looks good because yeah. the audience doesn't know potential clients. It's not yours. The they don't audience know doesn't yours. know whose is whose. No. And I have an issue with that stand not being draped. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I would probably approach that photographer. Listen, I don't want to touch your stuff, but um, I, I would like to wrap the feet and here's why. Yep. Right? No. And would that's, you take and offense that's awesome. to that? Absolutely not. So I, I do video as well. So I when I give it to them to plug in. I always say, hey, what's your, what do you guys like? Where can I put this? What works best for you? I would like to hide it the most I can. How can I do that for you guys? Yeah, good. All right, yeah. so wrapping it up, another episode, another episode of books. Setup Wars. That was fun. That was fun. Hold the video, Mickey. Thank you. For- All right, that's it for us. Another episode of The Real DJ Show is in the books. We want you along every time, so make sure you like this video, subscribe to our channel, and ring the little bell so you get notifications of all of our new content. We know you're DJs and have a lot to say, so jump in the comment section to join the debate. If you have content suggestions or you want your DJ company featured on The One Thing, email us at therealdjshow at rochesterdj.com. Lastly, if you're sick enough that you want to take the audio of this with you wherever you go, you can find the audio everywhere quality podcasts are found. All right, that's it for us. Show's over, bitches.